Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Espresso. Here we engage our audience and listening community about on everything related to STEM technologies, education, and IT career field. I'm your host, Dave Blackman, here with Jacqueline Sanders. Hello, everyone. And we're really looking forward to this. This is going to be a great conversation about STEM education. And for those of you who don't know, what that refers to, that refers to science, technology, education, and math. And let's not forget the arts as well. Everyone knows technology touches just about every business sector in the world. So we're going to have an interesting conversation about that. Also, what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be looking back at 2013, the year is winding down, and it's that time of year. We've been um, attending various banquets and Christmas parties, and uh, even I, I can't wait to tell our audience we were recipients of a BDPA Atlanta recognition and award, and have it sitting next to us. Uh, this uh, <laughs> applause, applause. <laughs> but their recognition of technology expressed uh, in the, the work that we've been doing and putting forth. So we're going to review that with our audience today. Those who um, know you can't make every segment, sometimes you and I can't even make every segment, mm-hmm. but we do our best to, to put out quality programming on a regular basis, and we've built up a wonderful archive, which we want you to go and visit over and over and tell your friends about even right now have a um, survey out. You'll see it out on our Facebook page. You'll also see it out in our newsletter where you can vote on your favorite episode. And you can vote more than once, but you can only vote once a day. But go ahead and pump up those numbers for the episode that you really enjoy because that gives us feedback on programming for 2014. And that's the other part of today's show is we're going to talk about what's coming 
we continue to improve, to take the feedback, to take the reaction of our audience um, as we're out and about, we're, we're talking and chatting with our, our audience and other guests to find out where do we go next year to take it to literally the, the next level. Now, let us, let us not forget to uh, give you our contact information. We are Technology Expresso, and we are at technologyexpresso.com. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. There you'll find our archives as well as our social media handles for, uh, for LinkedIn, for Twitter, um, our Facebook page, as well as our old-fashioned dial-in phone number for various ways to reach out to us and tell us what you want to know more about and tell us what you're looking for related to education and IT career field. Absolutely. We are here. We do our live show. Just for those who are listening, hopefully we'll have some first-time listeners to today's show, and we welcome you. And don't worry. We're not um, going to throw all these technical terminology at you. Our show is situated so that those who are brand new, first time, even STEM virgins, how about we call them that, um, that, that we'll, we'll be gentle with you and, and bring you on board, bring you into the conversation, because we very much, David and I, I guess career-wise, have grown up in STEM, um, because STEM is actually virgin territory in a lot of ways. It's, it's an industry that's less than 30 years old, more or less. Um, especially in a mainstream type of way. And this is why it's so important that we're, we're having this conversation and we have shows and there's so many initiatives out there is that uh, 30 years ago, parents weren't telling their kids uh, that they needed to get in STEM and make sure they got good grades or pursued STEM uh, degree. And now that is all the rage, and it's very important. So we're, we're kind of paying a little bit of catch-up, especially here in the U.S. Yeah. But the state of the future job market is going to be around STEM. So we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it for, for those in the job market and going to be in the job market in the next 10 years, um, as well as for you, the young people and your, your children. So even if you weren't uh, necessarily the best in science or technology or math and engineering, we have to make sure that our children are not intimidated or scared or shy away from this area because this is going to be the future. This is going to be the, the job industry. Absolutely. And, and as I mentioned earlier, technology and IT careers and uh, just touches just about every business sector. So you will be impacted uh, by technology in some way, shape, or form. If you're not a developer, coder, um, database administrator, server manager, engineer, storage, that's, that's all right. There, technology is business and business is technology. You will be using a host of IT or computer-related peripherals and devices to do your job, whether you're, in a, you're an art major, a science major, whether you're a welder, a drawer, uh, uh, in just about any industry, you will be impacted by technology and using the devices for email communication or to do your core functions, 
even drawing and artists are doing their drawing, and even designers, clothing designers, are doing and creating on an IT platform of some sort. So there you have it. You will be impacted by this technology, and it's good to get in on it early to develop your soft skills and uh, familiarity with these devices. Well, you know, and even to that point, and I really want to emphasize this for our audience, is that whether you're in sports, whether you're in music, what are they all making, you know, honing their craft on? It's on computers. I mean, um, sports medicine and the study of sports, they're using computers to um, map out people's movement, to, to help them hone, help them better. I've even seen how um, whether it's golf or your golf swing, these are computer programs that they're using to, to hone that. Um, one of the things that I was fascinated by, too, even uh, veteran affairs as far as disabilities, how they're augmenting people who are veterans that are coming back who may have lost a limb, some of the new technology around what they're able to do as well. So I actually would challenge anyone who's listening to this show, name one area where technology is not involved. And if you're not the person writing the program, you're probably going to be one of the people using the program. And one of the things that I say to, to people, find out whatever your area or passion is, cross-train yourself so that you can marry it and, and have that dual um, um, knowledge base between whether it's music and technology, sports and technology, sports medicine and technology, healthcare and technology. I can keep going on. If it's fashion and technology, marry the two together, and while you're pursuing your passion, you don't have to be a starving artist or you, you don't have to starve because those technology jobs are paying and paying well. Absolutely, absolutely. And any conversation you have, whether it's about a job, a potential, or an opportunity, if you mention that you have these soft skill sets, if you're familiar with Microsoft Office or Lotus Notes or any of the drawing programs, Visio, their eyes will light up and you're, you're halfway through an, a possible opportunity. So those soft skills are supported by these, a lot of these technologies and they are valuable even if going in as an intern. Even in the sports, in, in the sports industry, it's, they had to create rules for the players to keep them off of their uh, smartphones in the middle of a game or at break. They're tweeting every opportunity they get, or they had, or they connecting with uh, 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 IT in some way, shape, or form in the middle of games. They had to create rules around that to keep them from keep their minds in the game, so to speak. So that just goes to show you it does touch everyone, even entertainers. They're tweeting while they're at the award shows. Backstage, they're tweeting and exchanging emails and texting so, and photobombing each other. So this technology is everywhere. You can't get away from it, and you've got to become familiar with it, with the language, with the technology, and comfortable using it and transferring those skill sets into all uh, business sectors to make yourself attractive and desirable in any uh, position. And, and let me talk to the audience about how technology expresses what's the role we want to, to play um, in this 
area. Like we said, we're, we're trying. We're, we're feeding and, and talking to the virgins. There, there's some that are out there that, that get it. They're like, I understand STEM is the future. Now what do I do? What do I do with that information? Well, I dare say, you stay tuned to Technology Express Zone. We are insiders. We're in the industry. As you can hear from our voices, we're passionate about what we do. Now, we may eat, sleep, and drink technology. You don't have to <laughs> because we're going to bring the information to you, to your doorstep. We're out there scouring the different media. We go to the conferences. We, we talk to the, the leaders, what we call the, the shot callers um, and the, uh, the, the hot shots. We, we talk to them. We gather that information, and we're bringing it to you through a variety of media. The most important one is our show that you're listening to today because we like to record the information hot off the press, um, get it to you, and, and that's where the espresso and the express comes from. It, we give you fast, quick, short bursts of intense information that you can take away and apply. There is, I dare say, so much information about this, out there about STEM. It can be overwhelming. There's so many pieces to technology, and then you throw in the science and the engineering and the math and education. Um, it can be overwhelming. So we like to kind of distill it down in layman's terms and also give you action items. But furthermore, our show, we interview success stories. You will hear on our show um, I dare say some of them are, are quite entertaining, but they're always inspiring. We have had a variety of guests come in that come from the most humble of beginnings, and in some cases themselves stumbled into uh, technology careers, and yet and still um, now they can um, brag about it, talk about it, um, and even now they are the cheerleaders for technology, for STEM. Um, and don't think that you have to be the nerd, the genius, the smart one. Um, there's so many different areas. And, and I want our audience to know, we'll especially be doing a series of shows next year about non-technical jobs in the IT sector. Yes. You don't have to be the geek. You don't have to be the programmer. I think that's probably the most misunderstood. You're going to hear us say it often that you don't have to be uh, the, the person that was the best in math or the, the, the person um, that just likes to sit at the computer and, and pound on the keys all day long. Um, there are a lot of different aspects that have to support this big machine, this, this big area of science and technology. Um, whether it's some of our best students are recruiters. Yes. They just go around helping people take their skills, teach them how to sell themselves, and uh, matching them with the, the different job opportunities out there. Yes. So they, that's what they do. They're very people-oriented, um, very interactive. Um, they, they very rarely are in the office, uh, travel a lot, um, and really just get around. And these people are related to the technology industry, but in our technical world. Absolutely. And let's give a shout-out to Tony Wells out there at Macy's Technologies and our friends over at Matrix as well. They're big supporters of Technology Expresso and BDPA as well nationally. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, 
Emily uh, um, uh, will be doing a, a for Matrix will be on our show. So visit our calendar. We still have uh, several shows lined up in December. I know the year's winding down, but we're still going. We have a great lineup in December, and very soon we will have one of those recruiters on our show who will be giving you tips on your resume, tips on interviewing, um, do's and don'ts, that type of thing. So those people on the call that say, what do I do? I know I want to be in STEM. I want to transition into STEM or I'm in STEM. I want to uh, explore other options. Um, listen to our show. We do that on a regular basis. We have some of our, our great recruiters. And also the show with Tony Wells that you mentioned is in our archives as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's dive into our topic you don't mind, uh, and, and STEM itself, science, technology, education, math, and arts. We're thinking about calling it STEAM, but that may be a little, that's the future. Let's just stick with STEM for right now and, and how we prepare our children and how we engage our children to get them interested in STEM and, and, and engineering and math. That was always a challenge for me. Uh, especially around math. I love science, but math was always tricky to me. It really challenged me. And, um, um, but I grew into it. Eventually I grew into it and, and, and saw how important it was in my future as, as, I, as, as I defined my direction and saw I couldn't run from math. Right. I, I, you know, I had to train sets to race car sets and everything electrical interested me and in you know my junior and sophomore and and senior year in high school I started to define where I wanted to go and it was in STEM it was I was very good in mechanical um, um, related fields as well as electrical and even carpentry uh, I had all those shops and I couldn't run from math and I just had to get into it right absolutely so let's talk about two things um, and because there's even some adults that are intimidated by math, and, and, and I, I cringe when I hear people say, I'm not good at math, especially if you're saying that around the young people. If they hear you say it, then it carries over and it becomes generational. Um, and, and then some parents, there's some frustration because if you weren't good at math, how am I going to help my child with the math? And so when the child isn't able to uh, compute, so to speak, then um, it becomes a stigma, and and that's one of the biggest things. I myself, I, I have to confess, I actually um, fell in love with math very early on. So I'm quite the opposite of, of a, a lot of people, um, and actually my minor was in math. But one of the things I want to say, because this is an important question, right around Christmas time, because we're going out and we're buying uh, different gifts for the, the young people. I myself have uh, two uh, great nephews. One is 10 and one is 3. This year, I'm looking for STEM-related toys. Um, and actually, if you, you follow me um, on our Facebook fan page for Technology Expresso, I'm posting up there some of the toys that I'm finding that are related to STEM. The, the toy companies get it. They really get it. And two in particular, I'm going to give shout-outs to is Lego and, and um, Play-Doh, or also known as Play School. They get it. And there's definitely some, some others out there. Please follow them on my Facebook. There's some, uh, some discovery toys. 
Um, and I've often even uh, bought gifts. I, I go to the same school supply stores, and they have great gifts for young people. Now, I'm not trying to make it as a punishment. I'm talking about some fun things out there, the different robots, the different um, spy kits I see are, are real big. Um, but it all goes back to even Sesame Street mm-hmm. even gets it. Elmo now has a series on STEM, okay? <laughs> um, someone was just telling me, we, we were just talking to a young man, she has a two-year-old, and her, her kid was watching Sesame Street, and they were talking about forming a hypothesis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that. But what STEM is, is very important to STEM is to generate a sense of curiosity to explore, mm-hmm. to take something, break it apart, and put it back together. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to learn early with math. I think the biggest disservice to young people around math is not relating it to something that they can see, that something's tangible. Um, instead of making it a memorization name, a game, I should say, a memorization game so that you can pass the test. Three times three is nine. You know, four times three is, you know, instead of making it memorization, it gives them something. You, I think you even have a, a was it the meatball story? Should, should we tell the meatball story? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, when my kids were seven, six, and seven, and eight, uh, to familiarize them more with fractions, not turn it into a, a lesson just to show it, just to show them how it related. I used a meatball, and I showed how you cut a meatball in half, and that created two halves. So I, I won't use the animated voice that I used back <laughs> then, but it just goes to show you in everyday life how you can toss math and even science facts around in everyday uh, activities to familiarize your children more so that when they do go to school, those subjects are not a shock and they, they have no idea what you're talking about and they're, and they're learning from ground zero. That's our job as parents to prepare our children for the education they're going to get in school, not the other way around. So, uh, uh, yes, uh, just, just find the different ways to interject things like that. And as you mentioned, some of us are, as parents, are limited in our knowledge of uh, science, technology, and math, and, and we have our own limitations. But push your limitations. Push those limits. Show them what you know, because what you know is more than what they know right now. So anything to give them a little head start will be great. Um, the other day, while we were at uh, Thanksgiving dinner, uh, Jacqueline's nephew was playing a, a, a computer game, and it was a simulation game. And uh, those actually help. It, it, it helps. It helps their learning because it, it it forces them to improve their memory and their memorization uh, uh, as they. As, as they move around in that simulated environment, they have to remember what they did, how they created certain environments. So it, it does stimulate the uh, brain to an extent and prepare them and, and, and our children for these career fields because a lot of this is memory-based or, or, or math-based. So it, it helps. And, and to, to your point, is if they're using logic. They have to use deductive reasoning. Those are the things that are part of science and math 
in engineering and technology. Um, and something else that you said, back to the, the meatball game uh, uh, that, that you played with the kids. First make, of all, make, make me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, you, you didn't tell them that you were channeling your inner Bill Cosby during the, the game. But, oh, okay, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but one of the things is, is, is embedding it into everything that you do, whether it's sitting at the table, whether uh, when they're playing the game, talk to them and have them relate to what they're doing during the game. Don't make it a mindless activity. Um, the, the whole concept of game-based learning, um, but it takes the adults to kind of step above it and say, that's not just a game. This is what you're, you're learning. Do you understand what you did here? If you can do that there, you can do that in the classroom, too. And something else that you said, too, is when kids go to school, parents have to go to school, too. I think parents, and some parents, maybe you didn't have good school experience. And, <laughs> and at, at, once that, you finished that last uh, test and got your degree, whatever the case may be, you were thinking, I am done with school. Well, once you have kids, it starts over again. You've got to go to If they're learning new math and new techniques, you almost have to get yourself re-indoctrinated. Now, it's no different, though. Um, I see when a student um, is playing a sport or excels in a sport. The parents attend the game. They make sure they have all their supplies. If they have to do some extra in the summer, I see them going to camp. I see them doing after school. The parents have to come after work and pick them up. You know, uh, all of that. The parent is there and being supportive 100% of those athletes. When you see those athletes that go pro, their parents have been very active and have adjusted their lifestyle around them and their athletic and, and, and sports. That's how they got to the top of their game. I've seen it over and over. We see the stories on the, the various ESPN uh, when you see the background of some of these greats. It's the same thing with your students. If you want them to be great and excel academically, you can't just send them off to their room to go sit in a dark corner and do their homework and make, it, make them just want to get through it so they can get out and quote-unquote play. Mm -hmm. You've got to make sure that you're engaged, you're supporting them, that there needs to be extracurricular. I, the athlete parents, I don't hear them complaining about having to, to um, uh, run. I could, I could put a, a good friend on glass. He has uh, four boys, and, and he talks about sometimes just to travel, him getting off the plane and timing so he can get to the game and be there to support them. But on the other hand, I hear parents complain, oh, they got to go to summer school. I now it's going to mess up my summer. You know, that's, but if it's supporting them, I see parents who have students that you have to cut summer short because they're doing the summer camps, the tour days, the, you know, so on and so forth. We've got to get that same support academically. Yes, cause, because every child is not going to be a sports phenomenon or a movie star or someone in the entertainment career field that's going to, as we say, blow up and, and bring in millions of dollars. So we have, let's prepare our children for things uh, or careers that may be a bit more realistic and, 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 and invest some time in, uh, in, in preparing them at the, at, the young, uh, at, the young, at the young ages they are. Uh, there's a lot of information on LinkedIn as well. Uh, for those of you well-versed in LinkedIn, uh, different groups around just about 
anything you could think of. Um, one of my favorite, our favorites lately, is around STEM, science, technology, education, and math, and I stumbled on one called Alliance for STEM Education. Uh, follow the group, and they will, uh, as, the, as those discussions uh, go on, they will be posted in your own profile, and it will make you more aware of what's going on out there. Um, we alluded to it at one point, uh, Jacqueline and I talked about game-based learning, and uh, there was an article that I stumbled on, and they talked about the benefits of game-based learning. So I'm just going to run down those, the, the titles for those. One, increases a child's memory capacity. Two, computer and simulation fluency. Three, helps with fast strategic thinking and problem solving. Four, develops hand-eye coordination. Five, beneficial specifically for children with attention disorders. Wow, that's good. That's, that really resonates. And six, finally, skill building, such as map reading. Um, in these especially when you're talking about a simulated game where you're building a simulated environment, you learn how to read a map. So uh, those are great benefits. And as I mentioned, Alliance for STEM Education. Just Google it. I'm sure one of the, uh, one of the hits will be on LinkedIn. Go there and check out uh, uh, all the different topics and conversations. It will really empower you and, and, and give you that energy and determination you need to tackle those tough issues when you're trying to uh, educate your children and help them through some of their tough uh, um, school uh, issues and problems around math and science. And, and absolutely, and all of this, it, it's, a, it's a big topic, and that's why even when we started out, uh, even with today's show, uh, topics that we think might take 30 minutes, it, they take a lot longer because STEM is a very big topic. And you're not going to get everything you need in this one show, but that's why we have an archive full of 58 other shows. But more importantly, we want you to stay connected with us. We want you to talk to us, talk back to us, uh, this is uh, when we have a live broadcast. Um, you can call in. There's a number seven one four eight 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 seven five zero six. And next year we're going to have a lot more interactive shows where you can call with questions. Tell us what you discover. Tell us how your school and children's school and teachers are presenting STEM. Are they? How would you score them? How would you grade them? How are you supplementing the schools? And even within yourself and your career. How are you seeing the influence and the impact of STEM? We have so much to talk about next year, and I'm so excited about it. I'm really excited uh, to have all of the people that, that supported us this year, giving us feedback, participating. Go straight to www Technology Expresso, and that's, as you always say, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, we do know how to spell espresso, but express is about the energy involved. So we like the E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, so technologyespresso.com. You'll find our Facebook tags, our LinkedIn tags. You'll find out how to get to our to listen to our shows via iTunes. You'll find out how to follow us via Twitter and Twitter tags, um, using hashtags. Anytime you use hashtag text, EX Cafe, you can find and follow our previous conversations and topics. But we want you to talk back to us. 
we're telling you based on our experience, based on our research, but tell us if your experience is different. What are you finding out there? What's working or not working as far as getting ourselves and our young people prepared for the workforce of the future? And that's one of the other things. I, I keep referring back to our archive of shows. And I said that I wanted to do a, a little bit of reflecting. And so I want to kind of do that right now so people will know what we've done this year alone as far as getting the message out and the topics around STEM. And furthermore, to help them even understand how big this area is, if, if you missed any of the, the, the various topics. Um, this last year, and, and Dave, I'm going to bounce off of you, for you to also talk about what were some of your favorite shows. But even in this last year, we've had some, there's a lot of talk around women and technology. As you remember, we had uh, Katrina Collier on. She talked about her experience. Also, Sharnicia Williams, um, she talked about her experience. Sharnicia is a coder. Both of those episodes are in our archives. And you can hear a young woman's perspective. Engineering science, uh, for the most part, historically, has been very male-based, so there's a lot of dialogue and conversation about getting young women, uh, attracting young women. Uh, because I think that technology, science, it kind of got a, a bad reputation as far as being nerdy, um, people being having to be super smart, or even uh, and Sharnicia shared this with us yesterday, even her own niece thinking, it's supposed to come easy. And even those of us who are in it, there's still you have to apply yourself. Something that's worthwhile, you, you have to apply yourself, and sometimes you have to push through some of the, the discomfort. So um, not every math class you're going to like, um, not every math teacher you're going to like, sometimes you've got to push through until you find your style um, or come up with your way of approaching it so that it resonates with you. But you don't give up just because there's a, a little a bit of discomfort in it. The same way I think that you, I talk about that and in education, you've got to think about that even once you get in your career. In your career, your career may not go always smoothly. You also have to learn throughout your career and as you mature, sometimes you've got to push through the discomfort. Absolutely, absolutely. And going back to what you mentioned about women and technology, just about half, if, if, if not more, of the guests that we've interviewed in the past, the past year have been women. So women are in technology, and our job is to educate and elevate and expose those, uh, those champions and those late female superheroes to show you, to show everyone that they are capable. We are capable. Uh, we cannot be uh, uh, discriminatory within our own race about uh, our own capabilities and, and because we are capable. And in this vast IT landscape, there is room for everyone, for all types of individuals. Women, as we, we had a discussion last night, how uh, women like to work together and collaborate in a group setting uh, uh, to, uh, to solve problems and issues and to educate the masses. IT is a great foundation and environment 
for that type of collaboration. And the women that I know, and we've got some fantastic women lined up uh, for our future shows, really thrive in this environment, and they've excelled, and they are, and they have been getting the recognition. So it's just about showing you who these individuals are, not creating them, because they are being created every day. Absolutely. And again, Technology Expresso, we want to be the hub to get you in contact with those organizations, such as Black Girls Can Code, um, even the VDPA HSCC program, that's the High School Computer Competition. Um, there's also Women in Technology. These are some of the, the guests and organizations that we're working with. Um, uh, we have membership in, um, attend some of their events, are connected with them. Um, the various organizations, and we can help you find that right organization for yourself or for the young lady in your life. But something that you say, Dave, that, that I want to emphasize is you're absolutely right. Sometimes people say there's not enough role models out here. I dare say if you look at our archives, those 58 episodes, there's plenty of mentors, coaches, advisors, um, and even role models that people can look up to. Your role model doesn't always have to be tangible person next door, but when you listen to these shows, they're very real people, they're very down to earth, very humble. I mean, we've, we've interviewed several people with PhDs, yes. uh, and these are, uh, in a couple of cases, uh, black males with PhDs in computer science. Just want to give a, a shout-out to our very own Dr. Craig Brown, mm -hmm. who has a PhD, and also Dr. Juan Gilbert. Great shows with them. These are real down-to-earth people. The, the episode with Dr. Uh, Juan Gilbert, I love when he mentioned, I asked him what was his proudest moment, and he talked about he had just recently met the President of the United States. This is someone in computer science using technology and IT to solve uh, social um, disconnects and, yeah. and the social divide. Mm -hmm. um, by applying that, he's getting recognized by the President of the United States. So if you don't think that people in technology don't, um, you know, serve a very important purpose, you don't have to always be a doctor or a lawyer. These are people in IT who are changing the world. Absolutely. And, and to give a little background, Dr. Juan Gilbert is a professor at Clemson University, and Dr. Craig Brown is the incoming national president of BDPA for the next several years, and they are great individuals. Follow them, find them on Twitter, find them uh, on LinkedIn, join B your local BDPA affiliate, and, and, and get involved and, and, and advance yourself and, and educate yourself and, and get exposed to some of these great leaders that we have. Because if you're saying there aren't enough role models out here, then you're on the wrong circle. You need to change your circle because they are out here and they are making it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And as we talk about these different guests, these people are spread out all over the United States. So I dare say, as you listen to our shows and listen to our archives, you're going to find someone in, in your area like you said, uh, Dr. Juan Gilbert, he's at Clemson. Um, Dr. Craig Brown, he's in Houston. We have various guests from a Atlanta. So we're pulling in from all over the United States to bring you all of the heavy hitters as well as just 
real down-to-earth working people who are passionate about what they do. They, yeah. they, uh, our guests, they love what they do. Not everybody can say that about their job, but I do think we, we run into quite a bit in our circle. Yes. That's the circle that we've built that love what they do, want to share their story, want to bring you along. There's, there's one other person I want to talk about that, that we interviewed. Great advice. Do not skip this show. It was actually Hyun Woo. Um, he is actually um, a, a career coach. He's been in that area for many years working with young college students. And, um, and he can give great advice. And we, we interviewed him on, I believe that was uh, September 25th. So if you go to our archives at www.technologyexpresso.com, look for November 25th. That was an hour where he gave a lot of information. Now, this is someone who's worked in the, the college and school system helping young people find their majors, and then after they graduate, helping them to, to start their careers. So whatever aspect you're in, if you're thinking about how do you pick a career, listen to that show. I, I thought we really got a lot of good stuff. Yes, Young's a, a great person. He's doing great things, and uh, it's good to have him as part of the Technology Expresso team. So that's what we do here. We, we bring all this information together in, in our um, melting pot, so to speak. We are Technology Espresso, bringing in different flavors and different brands of Espresso, Technology Espresso, and putting them at your coffee table, at your cafe table in the morning for you to sip coffee over and listen to us and, and, and find out what's going on out here in the IT career field and the STEM-related education to, to empower you to, to get your children ready or even just to empower yourself and, 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 and get embraced and into the, uh, in the technology and its impact in your day-to-day life. Absolutely. And, and that's one of the things is that um, there's a lot of guests that are going to be on our show that you may not ever have the opportunity to meet face-to-face or encounter. You might not be in the, the, the same physical circles, but just by listening to this show, I almost said it's almost like eavesdropping in on a conversation we're having with one of our colleagues and one of the people in our circle. Um, we get so excited when we're, we're doing the show and when we have guests on uh, because it, is, it gives us a chance to catch up with old colleagues, um, you interviewed a, a, a colleague, would you like to share with uh, Bruno, you know, and it, that was a great show as well. Yes, uh, that was a, a while ago, I think. One of our early shows, Bruno Francois of, uh, gosh, I can't remember his company name. Shame on me. Uh, you threw me a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> system. Uh, yes. and, and Bruno, he and I worked together. Uh, we started down here in Atlanta around the same time in IT, and, and his family had a business, and, and it was not IT-related. He dabbled in that a bit, uh, uh, and, and, but he still had a passion for IT, and now he created his own company developing mobile applications. 
Uh, Google him, Bruno Francois. Yes, it's French. He's from Corsica. Uh, I am an international man in Italy. What can I say? But uh, there's a lot of people across the globe here that we engage on a daily basis, and, 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 and it's important. Get them in your, in your circle. Hey, as a matter of fact, if you're listening to this broadcast, you're in our circle. Okay, so so expand your circle even more and 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 share what you know about your career field and IT and point show them where you get this information from. Talk about Technology Espresso. It's an easy word to uh, remember. Uh, Google it. We are there. Just Google it. We'll pop up number one. I guarantee it. Or in the top five. How's that? Okay, <laughs> a little humility there. <laughs> but but uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, we've got great. Uh, host uh, guests uh, in the past, and we're going to have even more this upcoming year. I'm excited already. I've had a sip of Technology Expresso already, and you can hear it in my voice. So I like this, and, and we're going to have some great guests coming up in 2014. Absolutely. Let me just wrap up real quick on 2013, and then we will jump to, um, to 2013. But as I, I go through the list, I can't forget our our, our own Derek Brown here in Atlanta, Georgia. He's uh, the 2014 president of Atlanta BDPA, and please Google BDPA if you don't know about it. But we're great partners with the Atlanta BDPA, and um, they have hosted us on many occasions, and we've done a lot of collaborative things. Um, but BDPA promotes minorities in IT. And again, they are a national organization with chapters all over the United States. And we often host the Atlanta chapter, but um, next year we're going to we'll talk about some special programming we're going to have for both national BDPA as well as chapters throughout the United States. But I especially want to say some of our best shows, uh, as far as ratings and uh, listenership, has been with uh, Mr. Derek Brown. Um, he is known. Uh, and please Google and look for uh, DS Brown. He is known for the Lock the Job and 3FE as well as the Red Resume approach. He has a wealth of information and knows how to deliver a story. He has also a master of helping you to understand about branding yourself. And again, like I said, his delivery is great, a great speaker, and we always enjoy having him on the show. And apparently you do too because he always has a high rating. So Look sprinkled throughout, and as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to have him back in December. Mm -hmm. He's actually going to be uh, launching and, and sharing with you his vision for 2014 and the Atlanta BDPA chapter. So um, find out, follow. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, reach out to Derek Brown and uh, the 2014 Atlanta BDPA team. And let's not forget your role. Uh, for the Atlanta BDPA chapter, Miss Jacqueline, our own very, our very own Jacqueline Sanders is vice president of education uh, for the Atlanta chapter. So she is well versed in this area. She knows everything going on about the Atlanta chapter, and we are obviously uh, uh, we're engaged with BDPA at the national level too. So stay tuned, listen in, find out what's going on here in the Atlanta chapter 
as well as the nationally and the other chapters. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to mention about Mr. Derek Brown there, we, he won one of our inaugural awards, the silver microphone for having the highest number of listeners for 2014 year. Now, we should start that over for next year. I'm sorry, for the 2013 year, he has won. So we'll probably start that over for 2014 and see if he can keep that uh, that reign going. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I love that idea. And we also recognize this year a few other people, even Felicia Jones, who was the 2012-2013 president of Atlanta BDPA. She's often been a, a guest on the show. And we started a format where she gave us quarterly updates of the different events here locally in Atlanta. And we will see her back next year with the uh, uh, nonprofit organization Next Level Technology, uh, which is raising funds to help high school students to enter the high school uh, championship competition. So we will see her back for sure next year. Um, you know, time always flies when we do this. If we talk about express, we must be referring to the time because it definitely flies. And I haven't even hit my, my whole list of the, some of the shout-outs that I wanted to give. But I just want to, again, let our audience know, we've had um, other organizations like Blacks in Technology, Greg Greenlee, David, you got to interview him. I'm jealous. I wasn't able to, to join that show. But I, like others, I encourage you to, to listen to that show because there's other organizations who are doing some great things, a very intense organization. Absolutely, and we will have him back and as well as other uh, staff members from BIT, Blacks in Technology. That was a great show, and our microphone is always open to them. But there are other organizations that occupy that same space that we do and that Blacks in Technology does as far as educating the communities, the minority communities, and the country as a whole on the, the value of STEM technologies and IT. Uh, uh, some, of them, some of those that you mentioned, Women in Technology, Black Girls Code, the list goes on. We are going to have a fantastic 2014. But let me also, you know, when we talk about the, the, the minorities and, and the females, we actually did a couple of shows just about the men, men in technology. We want to give them their props, too. Um, you, we are all-inclusive, first of all. Technology Expresso, we just support STEM. And if you're in STEM and you're doing great things about STEM, we want to hear from you. We had great guests on our show. Mark Newsom gave us an update on Earthling. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since we heard from Earthling, and people don't realize that they're in the business sector, and they're, they're doing great things there around cloud computing, that type of thing. I have to give a shout-out to uh, someone very special to me, Ken Stoltz, who came and joined our show. We worked together, but he shared. He's an a, a IT leader uh, executive. Uh, and he gave his experience how he got there. Mm -hmm. I have to give a shout out to uh, Matt Ernest. Yes. he had a we had he had a great following. His fan club joined us for that show. He's in testing and quality assurance of the uh, of software and IT uh, arena. That's kind of a, they're unsung heroes. They get they get blamed for a lot of things but they are responsible for the quality of the software before it gets released. And he's had a very successful career, enjoyed working with him. And the last one that yeah. I want to give a big shout-out to 
is a, a group, a trio from B2T Training, a coup, Kate Magui and Paul Malve, who wrote a book on business analysts for dummies. And mm-hmm. that, you know the, the famous dummy series, they applied and are identified as leaders in the business analyst space and were allowed to write under that title. Uh, that book is out there, and they did a show with us. So that was, uh, again, back September 26th. But I guess say we're probably going to run out of time, and, but I have to, I have to acknowledge it. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't know if we – would you like to – Yes, uh, Mr. Wayne Hicks uh, of, of BDPA, uh, BETF, actually. That's BDPA Education and Technology Foundation who was a big supporter of BDPA, obviously, him as well as many, many others. The list goes on. We'll do more military transition um, uh, shows because I am retired Air Force, uh, and so we'll, that's something dear to me, and we'll have many more of those in the upcoming year of 2014. So stay tuned right here. Grab your cut. We'll pour the technology espresso. That's right. I love that. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just want to make sure if you don't um, by now understand why we need to have this conversation about STEM, I dare say then just keep dialing back in because we're doing our best to help people understand that the nation has to have a conversation about STEM. It's not a black-white thing. This is about economics. This yes. is a green thing, okay? Right. Um, and we've got to pull together as a nation, I dare say, to make sure that our young people are ready for the job market and the careers of the future. Yes, uh, dial in with your children. Yes. Listen to these conversations. Educate them. Let them hear it from someone other than you. We know how challenging it is. We were children once, too. How challenging it is to really listen to our parents. It just sounds like Charlie Brown teaches, want, 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 want. But here, let them hear from us, from other individuals, from some of the other leaders in technology in our communities, and let them be empowered and educated moving forward. And let them spread it amongst their friends so, and, 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 and their parents and dial into the radio show and listen to what's going on in the IT industry and STEM-related education foundations. And and that is actually one of the areas we want to explore, possibly doing a Saturday show just for children where we can do a specific segment and and talk about their programs and and their opportunities. We want to look into summer camps for young people. I also want to talk about, just real quickly, on 2014, but I'm going to tell you, we're going to run out of time, so you need to get to technologyexpresso.com so you can get LinkedIn attached to us, um, get our new newsletter that goes out. It will give you a lineup of what's to come as well as the archives. Also, we do shout-outs and do sound bites from our various shows so that you can get the, the highlights of those shows that you missed. You need to definitely get on our mailing list. Also, you can email us if you're having any problems getting connected to us at technologyexpresso at gmail.com. So we have a, a, a plethora of ways for you to stay in contact with us. You can even call us, 855-484-6837. But again, 
Looking forward to 2014. We're going to have some more men in IT shows. We're going to have some women in IT shows. We're actually going to talk about family, uh, how as a, a family parenting, how to raise our children for a STEM future and STEM careers. We're actually going to do some special programming with DeVry University. We've connected with uh, some wonderful people. David just recently uh, did a military transition uh, panel with them, was invited to be on the panel, and through that uh, we connected. And so we're going to be doing some shows just for college students to talk about careers, picking majors, next steps, uh, helping them out. These are conversations you just can't have one time. We've, we've done some great panels and kids, you know, the young people asking the, the right questions, but it's, it's a process, and you have to stay engaged, and you have to continue to have the conversation. IT is fast moving. Yes. Most of you know probably every year you're changing cell phones and cell phone plans because it's changing. That's, that's how, imagine a career in this type of space. Absolutely, absolutely. And we do this, we do this partially because we like to. That's just who we are. But we know we are filling a, a much-needed gap in the community. So uh, having said that, we will be offering a vehicle for your donations to help us continue doing what we do, which is educate you, your children, your friends, your family, and everyone on STEM education, the possibilities out there uh, for our young people, uh, internships, especially internships. We've got, a, we've got a great group of people that we are connected to. We have a great circle. And let me tell you, folks, there are people out here that do this. There is opportunity out there. There is help out there for everyone. Everyone's not going to be a rock star. Everyone's not going to be a professional a ball player, whether it's here in the United States or anywhere in the country. Let's, let's do something that we can really be a part of and, and, and that's uh, reasonable and obtainable for our children. I'm not saying let's not uh, set our sights high. Yes, let's continue to do that. Let's continue to push and challenge our children, but let's push them towards something that's reasonable, a reasonable uh, objective, um, and, and the IT career field is a great place to really grow and really create our own level of rock stars, our own type of ballers. Um, as, as our, as our uh, guest speaker from uh, uh, the national, the BDPA National Conference, Mr. Roland, Mench, Roland Martin, a uh, national syndicated columnist and talk show host uh, and the columnist for uh, CNN, we are ballers. Let's create our own identities, our own technological uh, um, uh, superstars, and uh, redefine what a geek is. I'm a geek. Re redefine what a techie is. We are, we are techies, okay? And, and I'm proud to be that. I love doing what I do. And let's get more people involved. Right. And, and, and I don't think in any way we should downplay because, um, and like you said, Roland Martin, I think, pointed out, you know, when we went to the convention for the National BDPA, you had, I, I dare say, it was the United Nations uh, among both in, in students and adults um, attending it. And uh, we are the one percenters. There's no reason to downplay being, you know, making six figures. Uh, that, that's nothing to, to, to sneeze at. Um, over the course of your life, uh, you know, when you even look at, you, you have the opportunity to be an entrepreneur, to be the Bill Gates, to 
um, to be the Steve Jobs. These aren't people who are, I mean, they're on the list of the, the riches and, and, the, and the famous. So it's not that just going into IT, you're just going to seek out a, a mediocre career. There's a lot more to it. And that's why we're running out of time. Because right. we can keep talking. Right. But I lastly want to say, stay tuned for December. We're going to have some great shows, including a uh, very special Dr. Craig Brown talking about the future of the national chapter of BDPA. He's got some hot stuff uh, lined up, BDPA 2.0. You want to listen to that show. Um, even those who are participating in other organizations, just might want to eavesdrop in to hear about some of the exciting things this uh, organization is doing. Um, and, and let's talk about collaboration. But, David, I think you said it best, too. We need your support. We need you to tweet, follow, like, and we accept financial donations. So stay tuned. But, again, it's been a stimulating conversation. We enjoyed uh, spending this time with you. Yes, absolutely. Don't forget, here we are, everyone, Technology Espresso. Come check us out, be a part of our family, and spread the knowledge. Goodbye, everyone. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.